Come with me if you want to listen to this episode at the Retro Rewind Podcast. I like it. Retro Rewind Podcast initialized. Mission identified. A Terminator. 1984. Co-hosts online. Auditory analysis online. All systems normal. Welcome to the Retro Rewind Podcast, where we rewind back to movies and video games from 15 or more years ago so that we can let you know whether they're still worth revisiting today. You can find the show notes for this episode at RetroRewindPodcast.com slash 89. There you can leave us a comment on the episode. You can find links to subscribe to the podcast in iTunes and Stitcher Radio and also leave us a review there. And you can also find links to support us on Patreon and PayPal. Speaking of which, for this episode, our reflux capacitor was given a fail-safe Cyberdyne time displacer provided by our patrons, Brian Keating, Two Dudes in a Nest, Deborah Powers, Jared Holzhauer, Chris Cowan, and a secret patron as well. Thank you all so much for helping support the show and keeping this ship running. My name is Francisco Ruiz. I'm a dad, designer, and deal in digital diodes. And I predicted that The Terminator would be a classic movie. And I am joined, as always, by my good friend, co-host, maybe a Terminator himself, Paul, the Master Interrupter Powers. Hey, Paul. What? <laughs> Sorry you're that you're in the back of the ship again. There's yeah. not enough room up here in the cockpit sometimes. All right. Can you hear me? Am I coming in clear? Yeah, I can hear you over the intercom. All right. Paul, my uh, trivial question for you is... Although the T-800 is referred to as a cyborg, quote-unquote, throughout the franchise, this label is technically incorrect. A true cyborg cannot survive without its organic components. The end sequence of this film establishes that the T-800 can, can continue without them. T-800 is therefore not a cyborg. Paul, as a pretty literal guy, what is some <laughs> phrase or popular misconception you have to point out when it comes up in conversation? Too many are coming at my mind. Well, okay, just give us one of them then. Actually, none are. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> liar. Liar. Um, anyways is what I usually point you, out, I guess. You have, you have cured me of anyways. Thank you. Yeah, I there's no such that. word as anyways. It's anyway. Yeah. There's no S at the end. Very good. Thank you for that. <laughs> uh, anyways. Our, anyway. <laughs> awesome, Paul. Uh, well, we are. Thank you for asking. Oh, yes, your prediction, Paul. I really I do this... want. You need to cure me of that, Paul. Not okay. asking for predictions. Go ahead. Okay. I predicted this movie would be a classic. All righty. And we are joined once again by a returning guest host, Bill the Rebooter Lehman. Hey, Bill. Hey. We call him that because he seems to be on mostly all the episodes of movies we've re that have reboots currently, like Karate Kid, Batman, and The Terminator. So welcome back, Bill. Thank you. And I am a Terminator of bad taste. Uh, 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 that's not your true question, though, Bill. But before we get there, will you We can edit us? that out. Then. Well, no, <laughs> no editing, except oh, it, what I just, choose to. Okay. <laughs> what, what is, can you remind us of what you do for a living, and what is your favorite movie genre, since it's been a while? Okay. Um, I'm a digital sport editor, which is a little different than when I was last here. Okay. 
Um, a digital you. support editor? Yeah. Okay, cool. So it goes along pretty well with that alliteration that you did earlier <laughs> on. Um, and uh, my um, favorite movie... Oh. I'm sorry. I'm going to interrupt here. What is a digital support editor? That's right. What? Um, <laughs> so a digital support editor uh, basically support content for the one of the main clients we support. Um, they have lots of web content that um, answers questions about um, their various products. And so we try to fine-tune it. Um, we use Google Analytics. We use a lot of customer data, which means what customers actually say, good or bad. Like if a customer says, I hate this page, we take a look and see why. And um, and sometimes the stuff is valid, and sometimes it's just people venting. But Yeah, they're 13 years old. Right. They don't want to do their home. <laughs> right. Oh, here's a page. Let me just put all this stuff in there exactly because any you know it's not really closed to anybody yeah somebody 13 could put you know stuff in ah okay and uh are now do you uh fall into a 13 year old preference for movie genres um my preference is suspense suspense yeah probably not a lot of 13 year olds dig suspense are cool Glad I transitioned there so smoothly. Yeah, Bill, what, what a segue. <laughs> here's your trivial question. One afternoon during a break in filming, Arnold oh, Schwarzenegger... This is the longest question. <laughs> ...went <ahead>. into <laughs> a restaurant in downtown L.A. to get some lunch and realized all too late that he was still in Terminator makeup with a missing eye, exposed jawbone, and burned flesh. Nice. Bill, have you ever left home not realizing you were wearing or not wearing something you should or shouldn't be wearing? Or not yes. Wearing? And what would it, give us the story. Okay. Um, when I was in sixth grade, um, we used to have this uh, Parks and Rec um, by my house. It was like three houses away. Was Amy Poehler there? Uh, no. Was Chris Pratt there? No. And um, but Aziz was. wasn't there either. Um <laughs> And uh, I had to go pick up my brother from there. He was a couple of years younger because uh-huh. we were like, it was like a Saturday. We were going to go somewhere. Um, and I got ready real fast, just ran out the door. And as I was getting close, this guy started pointing at me and look at me. And I thought it was something behind me. So I looked behind me uh-huh. and didn't see anything funny behind me. And I looked down and I was wearing underwear. Oh, <laughs> So well, I hope so. But you mean and nothing and nothing else. and no shorts, no pants. Oh, so what I did gosh. is I pulled my shirt down, down and yeah. I just jammed out of there. <laughs> oh. And then somebody else saw me and go, "What are you doing?" <laughs> and I go, "It's a new kind of shirt that you <laughs> you pulled down." And he goes, "He's just wearing underwear." So I jammed another three houses um, until it was a good thing I live so close. Uh-huh. So. Um, that was the time that my dad said, it's all right to laugh at yourself. Nice. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. So bringing it back around. Very good. It makes me feel better about Monday at work this week. <laughs> You're only going to wear underwear? <laughs> <laughs> all right, I'll guys. I'll leave that to the night. All right. Uh, Paul, uh, please enter the course for Alice for this episode. Well, not, not, not quite. Uh, yeah. I mean, uh, Bill, what was your prediction <laughs> for the Terminator? <laughs> Classic. 
classic. All right, three classic predictions. Let's see if this pans out, if we can get a course for Alice. Okay, Alice, since I'm in the back here with you, I'm just going to tell you, you know, go to the Terminator. And uh, let's go. 1984. Alert. Alert. Target located. Spoilers incoming. Engaging retro rewind reactor. The arrival. The target. The pursuit. The confrontation. The Terminator. Arnold Schwarzenegger is The Terminator. Rated R. The number one movie in the USA is now playing everywhere. I'm going to add one to my dislikes. That trailer is horrible. <laughs> not there yet, Bill. <laughs> I know we have those sections to go through. Apparently, Alice is really... Sorry, really I jumped ahead. Aching. Well, Alice was aching to jump ahead to the trailer, apparently. Didn't let Paul finish. Um, but uh, first, we had to go through our memory mind melt synopsis, essentially, a culmination of all the memories we had from the Terminator. Here we go. A T 800 and Kyle Reese are sent back in time from the future to kill slash protect Sarah Connor. Meanwhile, Beauty from the Beast and the Be- Beauty from Beauty and the Beast is a down-and-out waitress that goes to a club with her roommate with the hope of meeting up with some guys when suddenly her son from the future comes and tells her she's the hope of the future. Kyle has to convince Sarah of what's going on and evade Arnie, the enemy machine from the future sent to kill them. The Terminator takes out the entire police department that whole that was holding Linda Hamilton's character and her son from the future. After consummating their relationship, they are... Wow, this sounds so bad. (laughs) After consummating their relationship, they are able to crush the T-800, but not before Kyle is killed. The Terminator relentlessly follows Linda Hamilton's character through a factory even when when its leg had been damaged before she found a way to destroy it. Bye bye, Arnold, but he'll be back. Wow, that was just so. I mean, some of it's certainly right, but her son does not go back. <laughs> <laughs> Kyle Reese well, is not the son. Oh well, my spoiler. god! Spoiler. <laughs> we already had the spoiler alert. We're good. Oh yeah. My my. Uh, yeah. So technically, no no children went back through the time displacement field. Well, he Paul, was somebody's child. Well, I suppose that's true. Paul, how is this movie technically produced? Um, by James Cameron in the 80s. <laughs> <laughs> the Terminator runs an hour and 47 minutes and is released. In, was released in theaters on October 26, 1984. It was directed by James Cameron and written by him and a couple other people. It stars Arnold Schwarzenegger... Uh, Michael Bine, I don't know how to pronounce Bean. Kyle Reese's act. I think Bean. it's Bean, yeah. Oh, it's Mr. Mr. Bean. Bean. Oh yeah. my gosh, guys. Linda Hamilton, Paul Winfield, and a few others you may or may not recognize. Yeah, and... Lance uh, Hendrickson. If you... Uh, the only other movie we've covered that had both James Cameron and uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger 
as part of it was True Lies. And you can go back and listen to that. Uh, RetroRewindPodcast.com slash 54. Apparently, Bill Paxton was a punk leader, according to IMDb. Oh, yeah. He's the yeah. one with the blue spiky hair in the very That's beginning. That's one of my... Yeah, and that, he was oh, also in True Lies. I didn't and in Aliens, yeah. Well, we haven't covered alien, oh. Aliens yet. Sorry. But the the guy the, that was uh, killed as the gun owner, gun shop owner, he was also in the movie Explorers. Oh, oh really? Yeah. Yeah, Way, he, was, he was the cop, right? I was yeah, trying to he was get the him. cop and explorers. Yeah. That's RetroRewindPodcast.com slash 17. All right. The budget of this film was about $6 million and went on to gross over $80 million. So it did okay. Well done. It did okay, yeah. That's a late Mario. Yeah, I was busy looking for other things. Thank you, <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Paul. And now, uh, some people like this movie, apparently, to make it uh, exceed its budget. And let's talk about the things we liked when we rewatched the movie recently. Let's start with our guest host, Bill. What's one thing you liked about The Terminator? Okay. Terminator. Uh, one, one thing that I um, really liked was the score. I thought the score was outstanding. That's one of the reasons I hated that trailer so much because it it had none none of the suspense that almost the entire movie had. Like that score with the, when it had like the um like the stopwatch sound and just the electronic it it was a little minimalistic at times. Like it wasn't like I well, I don't know if you've reviewed um Terminator 2. Well, no, I guess that's in a that's going to be upcoming. next episode, yeah. But um, it's it's just such a great score for the time. It's very industrial. Mm-hmm. Um, and just every chase scene... To, I'm sorry about that, but... Um, <laughs> I, I, I thought it fit the chase scenes. A lot of times I feel like in movies, even recent movies, like... Um, I think they chase scenes have gotten better again, but there was a long lull because I think chase scenes were done the same way. To me, all the chase scenes had a lot of heightened tension, mm-hmm. and a lot of that was due to the music. The music I thought really fit, so that was a yeah. huge like for me. Is I I, I like the score and I and especially when she's getting um, chased there at the very end scene. Oh, okay. Yeah. 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 Paul, what did you think about the score? I hated it. Um, I, thought it was, <laughs> I thought it was uh, way oversynthesized. I'm not talking about the main theme, the the main theme of the Terminator, yeah. or even when they slow it down to make it kind of sad okay. and, and things. Yeah, mm, but mm. the the over um, synthesized and the. Uh, I mean, I, and I usually like synthesized music. Yeah, I'm yeah. one of those people that prefer it uh, usually, but this seemed a little too basic for me. Okay, I agree that um, it had the right uh, momentum mm-hmm. the, uh, for the intense, uh, more intense scenes. But overall, I thought it was just—I thought it could have been done better orchestrally. Okay, if they had the <clears throat> same beats but mm-hmm. with different with live instruments. Yeah. Um, I, I watched the behind the scenes uh, for the Terminator, and um, when they ta- when they were talking to the composer, I got the sense that he didn't have the the budget for that. 
Oh, why don't you cry about it? <laughs> I'm just I'm sharing. <laughs> and I'm I'm kind of in the middle of YouTube. So um, I'll, I'll talk about what I didn't like about the score in the next section. But, but um, what after, did you like about the score? Well, I, I, re, I thought... I, I mean, I was, I was thinking, oh, you know what? I'll, I'll listen to it on its own to give it a chance. And I actually really liked listening to the score on its own. If you, if you enjoy synth music, I think it's a nice soundtrack on its own. Um, and I feel like it, it, the composer did a really good job of who I think is Brian Fissed. I'm, I'm getting that wrong, but um, Facehead. His name is Brian Facehead. Really? No. But you should call him that. Oh my gosh! Well, um, but I thought he did and a good job here right now. Hey, oh, oh my gosh! <laughs> right next to uh, John Williams. Yes, Brad Fidel. Fidel. That's what it is. Um, anyway, I thought he did a great job of. Uh, Chrissy said it's like Jaws. The way Jaws is done, done, like that sort of. It's it's always there and with and like building that tension and just having the ton 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 ton. Yeah. Ton, 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 which apparently was supposed to mimic the Terminator's heart if he had a heart. Um, oh, really? Mm-hmm. That was the the thought behind thought it. Cross. Yes. Uh, but uh, so let's go back. Let's go to Paul. What's something you liked about this movie? I like the opening credits. Um, really? Just because it had. Now you remember this is an early '80s theme. Sure. Or is. Movie. It wasn't black background with white Helvetica font. It was a different font, <laughs> and it scr- and it moved. Yeah, the, they they overlapped. Yeah. It was like yeah. in a circle. It, yes, yeah. so you it couldn't read them right away. So I applaud them for doing something. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was like, I was like, at first they open up with the the war torn L.A. backdrop of twenty twenty nine or something like that. Yeah. I'm like, wow, that's not too far off. Um, but uh, but and they have those. Brown changed the timeline. Oh, that's true. Uh, I'm thinking, oh wow, they really they're really going all out with uh, like just getting right into the movie, and then they after that they recede and have the title sequence. I'm like, all right, all right. Um, so I was a little disappointed by that that they didn't just overlay the tiles, but I know that wasn't really something anyone did back then. You're right. It could have been a lot better. It could have been, Jeez. but I I was just trying because I was so harsh on the music. I was trying to give them points. <laughs> Uh, let's go back to, uh, something I liked was I thought, and uh, speaking of those future scenes, I thought they were done really well. I, I, I really miss this type of visual effects where it's like real elements and use of force perspective. I mean, I love it when, I mean, some movies still obviously do it, but I just, I really thought it was very lifelike and real except for some of the, um, the air stop motion which I'll talk about later that, or maybe they weren't stop motion, but sort of the air uh, hunter killer guys. I didn't care for how they looked, but overall, I thought those sets and how they made that look was great. Um, let's go back. To, or did either of you feel that way? I tell you what, I like the sound effects they use. Yeah, for the lasers. Um, yeah, for or the lasers. Oh, or overall in the movie, I thought the sound effects were good, but mm-hmm. especially in the la- uh, in the future, mm-hmm. in the lasers, yeah. I liked how they had um, close-ups and faraway shots mm-hmm. in the future, yeah. too. Like, you yeah. could see the hunter-killers. Mm-hmm. And for that 
time, that was a big deal. Oh, yeah. Like Even now, I think they would do like a close, and then they do shaky cam, so you can't really tell what's <laughs> going on. And, and it's like, oh, it must be the future of something. <laughs> nice. Uh, well, let's go back to Bill. What's something else you liked about Terminator? All the cheese. The there cheese. Was so much good cheese. <laughs> So much good cheese. Really? I didn't find yes. it that cheesy. Oh, like 80s cheese. 80s this thing cheese. Was... <laughs> loaded with it. Like oh. what? Oh, like her roommate. Good grief. Oh. <laughs> yes. Like, oh, you mean like the, the overall style? and The hairstyles. Oh, yeah. The, the tech noir and having yes. tech noir like flash in the background. Yes. Like tech have, having noir. that music yes. at the club yeah. where they, you know... And I've gone to like Crystal Ballroom in in Portland and had some of the same problems. It, that music was so hard to dance to. Mm. <laughs> so you have a lot of the you know kind of step a little to the side, and a little. <laughs> so almost every song was like that at Tech Noir. But you have that background, and yet it's intense. You know mm. because they're about to have that first scene, and she thinks Reese is the real Terminator. Yeah. And so having that cheese, it kind of at times kind of soften things a little bit mm-hmm. like yeah. and the, it probably may clothes. not have, oh i'm sorry yeah the clothes yeah the clothes too very 80s so they they were pretty good on their you know not that they might not have been really trying but it, it really fit the it fit the time the special Indeed. effects in some of them are very adds a little layer to that <laughs> like what do you mean paul um like, we'll is, get into uh, that later. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, were, you mentioned the special effects. Were there any that you thought were done well? Um, yeah, I thought... Actually, there was a couple things that I thought was done well. The mold, even though it wasn't really Arnold's face in mm-hmm. a lot of it, mm-hmm. the mold, the shaping of it, they did a really good job of making it look like he had the shape of his head. Yeah. You know? Now, is it that That's no other person but him. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I personally, I, I'm, I'm a, a big fan of Stan Winston. I like pretty much all the stuff his shop put out in the 80s and 90s. I mean, he did like the dinosaurs in the first Jurassic Park. He did Terminator, Aliens, lots of, lots of like uh, animatronic props and and makeup and stuff. So, anyways, I, and so I I liked a lot of the stuff he did. It's, I felt the same with you, Paul. I felt like they had this one shot when he takes the truck from the truck driver yeah. uh, toward the end where it's, uh, you can tell it's him with makeup metal effects on. And like that looks so good that I'm disappointed they didn't do more of that verse instead of having this like mold animatronic Arnold well, for some the, of the stuff. It, when he when in that scene where he took the truck, I couldn't, I was going like, wait a minute, is that him with prosthetics on? Or is sure. that like a, because it, it could have been at some um, shots an animatronic he, guy. I know? suppose when he turns though, I'm pretty sure it's him. And then other times when he's driving, maybe it's not him. I, it's it's tough to tell. I mean, I think they did a good job of hiding the seams, so to speak. But um, but yeah, that's yeah. I I I wouldn't be able to tell you. I'm not I'm not professional here, guys. No, come on. <laughs> uh, let's go back to Paul. What's something else you liked? Um, going back to the 80s, one more thing I wanted to add to, to the cheesiness. Um, towards the beginning, as she's locking up her bike or moped or whatever, she had the, 
the chain with the blue plastic covering yeah. over oh, it. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. That's just one of those things that, I mean, I had as a kid. I was like, oh my gosh, I haven't seen that in decades. Mm-hmm. <laughs> nice. Maybe there's a reason for it. All right. Uh, let's go back to you, Bill. What's something else you liked? Um, one of the things that I liked a lot, um, I usually don't like slow motion that much mm-hmm. because a lot of times I feel like it's overused in movies. Okay. Here, there were a couple of scenes in particular that I thought worked really well. Like when he first like was trying to get all the Sarah Connors the Terminator was trying to get all the Sarah Connors and he would oh, knock yeah. and like, and like pushing the, the, the door, push, yeah, the door. Yeah. Um, but especially that first scene where, um, you know, the Sarah Connor is, and she thinks that, um, Kyle Reese is the one who's trying to kill her. Mm-hmm. And, um, and the Terminator starts coming in. And so, Reese is looking out for the Terminator. Terminator's looking for her, and he keeps stepping up. And she's so focused on on Reese, thinking that he's a Terminator, like not even seeing mm-hmm. the Terminator in front of him. I thought all that worked, and then once the shot that it was like the four shotgun fi- um, fire by Reese on the Terminator, mm-hmm. then it sped up to real time. Mm-hmm. I thought that really worked. Yeah, I, I yeah, would definitely that was agree. Very well done. Yes. Um, something else that I thought was really well done uh, were, was the um, how they handled exposition uh, with uh, Kyle Reese sort of having to give all this stuff, telling us about future and time travel and what happened and why he's there and how they, they did it in chunks and how he delivered it and when like doing, doing it some in like, chase scenes and some at the police precinct where he's like people think he's crazy I, I just it seemed like all that could have been like a lot to take in and pretty boring and slowed down the movie but I thought that went that I was totally engaged through all of that and I just wanted to hear more about what's going on in the future because of the way they presented it well it was better that they did that way than introducing all of that as an exposition like mm-hmm. you know in the yeah. beginning like first couple minutes and because then you're just kind of waiting to get it through. So yeah, that was effective that way. Yeah. Um, I have a couple more, uh, before my, uh, classic maker. How about you guys? Yeah. Um, a couple more likes. Yeah. Do you have a couple more likes before your classic maker? I have a couple more pages of like, (laughs) 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 but no, I, I'll just share a couple. No, that's, that's fine. Um, and hopefully mine will speak to yours. Uh, Paul, did you have any more? I'm sorry. I forgot. I have one more before my one class. More. Okay. Bill, give us something else you liked. Um, one other thing that I, I thought was, um, was really well done was the singular moments in the film of um, guns or bullets falling. Um, there was hmm. this one scene at the Tiki Hotel. Mm-hmm. Where remember, like they that's where they stayed, and then Terminator came and they mm-hmm. jetted out of there. When he came in the door, uh-huh. and then they, I think they hit him with a truck or they hit him with a car or something, uh-huh. like because yeah. you could hear them, and you you see the gun go. I, I, for some reason, I just thought that was so effective. Oh, yeah. Huh. Like, it kind of, they finally stopped him for a second. Okay. Yeah. And, and there were other scenes like that where 
there were kind of the director or um, just focused so much on the the weapon mm-hmm. as opposed to the Terminator, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. I just thought I really liked that. What about that? Did you really like? I don't know. Just because how, I didn't I didn't really notice that so much. So I'm how, I guess just to take a breath almost. Yeah. Oh, okay. Like it wasn't just all pedal to the metal, which it was a lot of the time. Mm-hmm. But then there were those times where, okay, this is them getting away. Well, and there were some other scenes like that too. I, I just thought sound was used and timing was used very well. The The gun store yeah. scene I thought mm-hmm. was done really well too, where he's picking out the guns. You can tell the guy... At first, it's glad, but then he starts like, okay, he's buying a lot of stuff. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And then and then he knows he puts it in, and he says, um, you can't do that here. And, and I think Arnold said no. And then <laughs> it was just, it was very immediate. I just, I, I liked that the timing was fast when it needed to be and slow when it needed mm. to be. I yeah, thought, very, I thought, very true. Definitely. And it didn't, it didn't feel jarring, really. It just, no, like, it was felt right. Needed. Yeah. Uh, something else I liked was, um, well, I'll do a couple real quick. I thought it was, we kind of already touched on that Arnold, um, just the effects of, of the, of Arnold as a robot, but I thought Arnold himself just acted very robotically in a really convincing way. I felt like just how he like turned his head very like method, very mm-hmm. not methodically, but, um, purposely, purposefully. Yes. It, it felt Robot, I thought he did a great job of that. Um, and just the, again, all the non-stop motion effects, I thought, of the Terminator just looked great. I loved how they looked. <clears throat> I love that. It was yeah. real, not the CG stuff that you can't touch. Yeah, I thought the puppetry <clears throat> of, of it, well, a lot of time was really amazing, the yeah. way it moved. Mm-hmm. Um, not always, but yeah. uh, the, I was impressed with uh, how lifelike they could make it. Indeed. Uh, let's let's get your last uh, like, Paul. That was it. Oh, oh, that was it? Okay, <laughs> perfect. Uh, Bill, give us a couple more. Oh, a couple more? Yeah. Okay. A couple pages more, please. <laughs> All right. Page two. Oh, my gosh. Um, well, um, one thing that Paul had mentioned before was Bill Paxton. It was so awesome oh, to yeah. see him at the beginning there as a punk guy. Because mm-hmm. in my head, I'm, I keep on thinking, game over, man. Yeah, totally. But, um, but that first scene just gets it started right away. That whole electrical arrival, mm-hmm. yeah, I thought was done well. You get the whole city feel. Like mm-hmm. where Reese comes in, if it wasn't for the, you know where he came in, he almost wouldn't get noticed. I thought one of the scenes I really liked was when after like he got those Nike, that plug for Nike when yeah. he puts the shoes on um, and he's walking up the street and he just looks like everybody else, mm-hmm. like with the jacket, like he, totally. you know, yeah, I, I thought that was good. Yeah. The overall atmosphere of the movie, I think we touched on that already, but just the setting, I thought they did a really good job of just, Making it feel real because I mean I think they shot in L.A. so that helps. But um, where where was it supposed to be? L.A. Oh, it it's was LA. To be L.A. Okay, yeah. all right. They mentioned Santa Monica Boulevard and Big Bear, so mm, okay. that would be indeed the L.A. area. Definitely. Yeah. Uh, all right. Give us one more, Bill, before okay. you're a classic maker. Only one more. 
One more page. Come on, I'll ju- I'll jump in just to help him out a little bit. Oh, I have one. I have one more. Well, oh, how about okay. We all go around. We do one more thing we liked, and then and then the thing we liked the most. Well, in that last scene where they're in the whatever that that robotics factory place, yeah, something like that. Um, I thought it was very interesting that Sarah Connor kind of all of a sudden became a little bit of the person that she eventually was going to be in the sense that when Kyle Reese was oh, hurt oh, yeah, yeah. and she said, get up on your feet, soldier. Yeah. And it, it, it seemed to be like, okay, this is where that starts. Mm-hmm. And so I thought that was neat. Yeah, totally. And it as was- she's crawling through that space and he's chasing after and she comes out the other side, it's like her being birthed. As the new lead, as oh, the tough woman. I never thought wow, about that. That's, that's pretty deep. That is deep. Wow. Thanks for the inside, Paul. Was was that the other thing you liked? Um, I was gonna say no, <laughs> <laughs> but I did. Uh, yeah, I liked it. Um, but as you're watching, if you've seen this before, you know Kyle Reese is supposed to be a good guy. Yeah. And as he's introduced in the beginning, you see him like. He's he's stealing cl- pants off of a bum, mm-hmm. and he's and he's stealing clothes, and he's stealing like the gun from a, a police officer. And you're and part of me was kind of like, wait, he's the good guy. He's not supposed to be this kind of person, you know. Mm. But then when you realize, no, this is the future of the world at stake. Yeah, exactly. It, it just emphasizes that it really pushes the fact, like, look, nothing else matters. Just whatever needs to be done. Just let's just do this and get on with it. So Paul's a, a end justifies the means guy. I get it. In this aspect, <laughs> yes. <laughs> for, for this movie. When, sure. when the time calls for it and, you know, the future's at stake because of the Terminators, then yes. All right. Uh, <laughs> speaking of uh, not... Terminators, really, but uh, I liked that um, the false climax of the tanker truck. I mean, yeah. I, I was sort of for a second after that happened, I, I put myself in the seat of someone who maybe had never seen this movie before or has seen it for the first time. That'd be the same person. Um, <laughs> uh, and seeing that scene, I'm thinking, okay, you got to be thinking this is the end because they, they do a pretty good job of saying that up to be like, okay, they defeated it. It's not moving. He got out, and he's just not moving. He's burned away, and she's just holding uh, Kyle. You you get a little bit of a sense because of how that how her holding him is. Well, I was gonna say how it's framed, where there's a lot of negative space up in the upper right corner, and with where he appears too. Yeah, yeah, like how she's talking. It's too neat. Yeah, it's like oh, and maybe I'm I'm so accustomed now because of later movies that something else is coming but it just it sound it felt too much like a ribbon wrapped up i was i remember the very first time i saw it, i was hoping so bad there would be more uh, okay yeah. interesting okay well and, great. you want to see a guy walk through the fire you know yeah, <laughs> yeah I, all i'm saying is i feel like that could that could have been the end of it and i think the i remember the documentary i saw the studio wanted that to be the end they're oh. like pushing him, but but uh, James Cameron is like, no, it's not going to be too bad. Um, yeah. Thank you, more, James Cameron. Much more colorful yeah. language. Uh, all right, cool. Uh, then with all that, I think Did I did. Did in the colorful language? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Let's get to our classic makers, guys. 
And let's begin with Bill. What's the thing you like most about the Terminator? The last scene. The last scene? Oh. Definitely. Uh, the the And when I say last, the extended last scene where they go into that factory. Where okay. So not the beginning, her in the desert. With the I'm boy sorry. No, not. Picture. I, I, <laughs> and I, I think I put that last scene on my, the last clouds. The last, the last uh, chase, I guess we could say. Yeah. Where he come the Terminator comes from the ashes mm-hmm. as a robot. You have that. I don't know if you would call it stop motion. The it it was interesting how they filmed how the how the Terminator moved the robot. It had a different yeah. feel, but it felt so fast mm-hmm. coming after him. It and I don't know how much taller it was, but it it seemed like it it made up ground before even with the leg damaged mm-hmm. um yeah. and just how it got closer and closer and and that part that Paul was talking about in that small um passageway when she's crawling and that claw is getting closer and closer to where he finally gets it on her mm-hmm. and then and she's looking for that button you know um, and you don't know exactly what that button's going to do. Maybe maybe you guys did, but I think the first time I watched it, I wasn't sure exactly. Yeah, like I, I thought it was going to help her, but mm-hmm. I didn't know. But just how that whole scene was done, how Reese, you know, sacrificed himself by putting the the last nitroglycerin thing on him, and mm-hmm. he dies, and mm-hmm. like how they didn't make that overly neat, you know, by you know him living like yeah. he he's dead. Yeah. Yeah. Um, like I, I thought that was pretty, pretty good. Yeah. And like, and I, I was, I was riveted. Yeah. Going off that, I mean, sort of, that's the cap to my classic maker. But I think throughout, just how they make the Terminator really feel like he's just unstoppable, and yeah. you're just not yeah. going to get away from him. And the tension that that carries throughout the movie, I thought was very satisfying is the best way I can think of it as a movie experience. It's very, it's, it's like, it's, it makes, it makes her, um, Sarah Connor defeat him. All the, that's what, that makes it more satisfying that she finally defeats him. That's really like, this was really earned. This yeah. was like, wow. She, she is, she like you guys, like Paul, you allude to, she has been birthed into this mother of the future. So, that's I, I really like that. Uh, and Paul, what's your classic maker? Before I get there, I just one thing I did forget was the actress that plays Sarah Connor, Linda Hamilton. Hamilton. Yeah, I thought she did an amazing job of playing nervousness really well, oh, especially yeah. when you compare this movie to the second movie. Oh yeah, it's very two different characters. Yeah. So um, the fact that she could do both but you know it mm-hmm. shows i think is a real testament to her acting ability to play it so uh coy and shy mm-hmm. and nervous in mm-hmm. this movie but um classic maker is um this is basically an origin story uh that sparks many different you know films afterwards this is the the beginning of the terminator you know Mm-hmm. stories franchise yeah but it's still it still neatly wraps itself in a bow like it could stand on its own oh absolutely yeah the, the story mm-hmm. by itself and so i think they did a j- good job of telling a complete 
story, but yet one that inspires many other stories. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I also, I mean, it's also just cool that pretty much when people talk about time travel theories, they talk about Back to the Future and the Terminator. Like, can you go back and forth, or is it a one-way ticket? I like that. It's, it's cool that these are the two movies that, at least in pop culture, probably not among theoretical quantum physicists or what have you. If you but, have to go back, you have to be naked, and only living <laughs> tissue can go back. Um, but I think that's cool that these are the two movies, or Terminator and also Back to the Future, um, are the movies that people hold up for time travel. I say Bill and Ted. Oh, I guess there is that too. That's true. Uh, it's pretty excellent. Exactly. All right, cool, guys. Uh, now, before we get to the things we did not like about the Terminator, um, there probably are some things, or maybe not. Uh, we got some. Uh, we like to go out to social media and say, "Hey, what do you guys like about uh, the movies and video games we're going to cover on the show?" Uh, the best way to do that is on our Facebook page, Facebook group page, which I'll get to in a second. But also, if you want to contact us on Twitter, we are at Retro Rewind Cast. And there, uh, Diego, who is uh, at a Latino lawyer, said, the musical score never gave you a chance to feel out of the woods. And definitely agree with that. I did a good job of keeping that tension always there. Uh, thank you, Diego. Right on, Diego. <laughs> And then from Facebook, which we'd love if you joined our group at facebook.com, or actually go to retrorewindpodcast.com slash group. That'll get you there. The Facebook group name is way too long because it's Retro Rewind Podcast, the group experience or something like that. Yeah. Um, which is an Ed reference for anyone that watched the TV show Re- Ed, the TV show Ed. That's a callback to that. Anyway, uh, from Facebook. Oh, I had no idea. Really? Uh, what movie is Ed? Or TV no, show is Ed? It's the one... Man, Paul, you and I watched it. Well, okay, sidetrack now. I forget the main actor. He's a lawyer that leaves the big city and the girl he was with, apparently, and goes to the small town where he buys bowling oh, alley. Yes, yes, yes. He's, he's now also, on The Flash. Oh, is he? I think. Okay, I, I don't haven't know. seen it. And like the oh. main love interest is in is the girl from Happy Gilmore, I think. And it's the first time I remember seeing Justin Long, uh, yes. slash Mac guy. He's been in several things now, but uh, I think he was in Galaxy Quest before. He was in Galaxy Quest. Well, Galaxy Quest came after Ed. I oh, think. Oh, did it? I okay. believe. But so. yes, I know what you're talking about. Anyway, I don't remember the group. Again. Justin Long had a band oh, no. and called it the Warren Cheswick Experience. Oh my gosh! So <laughs> that's Poor why Bill <laughs> could have given his three pages of likes by now. <laughs> Back oh, to I have another. I, I have another Twitter thing to add. Oh, uh, okay. someone responded to mine. Then go for it, Paul. Uh, James M. Six said, "In many ways, The Terminator was a monster movie with an '80s vibe. Oh yeah, hair, music, neon." <laughs> But it's time travel plot and scary robot work. Definitely. I agree with that. Um, what were you going to say, Bill? I was just going to make a bad joke before. Oh, well, so, we don't have time for bad jokes here. We oh, have time that's for all we Facebook. have time for. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so from Facebook, our Facebook group, Brian Hamilton said, Great movie. Special effects, not so much. 
But the actor who played Reese, Kyle Reese, Michael Bean, was born in my hometown of Anniston, Alabama. So that's pretty cool. Love the podcast, guys. Keep them coming. Definitely will, Brian. Thank you for the comment. Uh, Rachel Gabrielle said, Iconic, bleh, iconic lines and the 80s. What more can you ask for? Although I think T2 is better than the first one. Uh, thank you, Rachel. Then uh, Ryan R. Jackson said, I'm so glad they didn't dub over Arnold's voice in this one, which oh, yeah. kind of led to a little discussion, but I'm going to sum it up by saying, uh, Ryan ended it by saying, if you watch clips of Arnie and Hercules in New York on YouTube, the result is fits of laughter. Yeah, that's <laughs> for sure. Not gone back to see that, but I, I think Arnold played the Terminator in all of his movies. Yes. Not in Kindergarten <laughs> Cop. Or Predator or Commando. Come on here. Leave Arnie. Well, sometimes a CGI character played it. Oh, my gosh. Okay, moving on. Thank you, Ryan. Uh, Travis Berg said, I remember being surprised how much more raw this film was compared to T2. The scene with the police station, for example. Yeah, good point. Good point, Travis. Uh, Then Valerie Powers said, Classic. Love this movie. Thank you, Valerie. Uh, Christopher Bowles adds, a movie series I still enjoy. I'll be back. I, co- I copy a prior co-worker and often say in the words of Arnie, I'll be back. Well, who doesn't? Well, that's true. Uh, then the idea of machines taking control still has relevance. Definitely. Thank you, Christopher. Uh, now on the lower end of the, or the dislike spectrum of the Terminator, my wife, my lovely wife, Chrissy Rui said, um... Arnold Schwarzenegger, no thanks. Not a fan. I think I've well, seen. I think I've Most seen this movie. I know I've seen the second one, but yeah, no thanks. He's not in half this movie. The puppet is. <laughs> <laughs> that puppet's an awesome actor. Then yeah. Julie Larkin ends by saying, "I'm with Christy. Ew, terminate that." <laughs> You've been erased. So, <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, everybody. Chill. You're fired. <laughs> okay, let's get on to things that we didn't like about the Terminator. And let's start with Paul. What's something you don't like? Um, I did like the sound effects of the lasers, but I didn't really like the special effects of the lasers really? and some of those. Yeah, oh, okay. I, I thought it didn't hold up. Like oh, in today's, compared right. to today's, mm-hmm. it seems, it, it dates it, unfortunately. Okay. I'm curious you know I mean? how you felt about the lightning when they're doing time travel. What did you think about that? That that was okay because it's anim. I think yeah, the laser is anime so the, yeah, too. Yeah, 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 you're right, you're right. <laughs> um, I thought they were using could... flashlights for the lasers. <laughs> <laughs> um, is it the best that it could have been? No, I mean it's no lightning around a DeLorean, but it's close. That's true. That's true. So, um, I that I didn't mind as much. Okay. Uh, funny thing, I I I think this is a T two thing, but I was incepted because I thought that when they went back, they were had this sort of a bubble no. or sphere of of lightning or light around them. Right. Yeah. When they're transported back, but I think that may come in the other installments. I, I yeah. So on this, they didn't actually show it, right? Am I they, correct? That yeah, they, they away from it. The, yeah. I, I don't think they showed. There was this lightning, and then you saw uh, uh, yeah. Arnold sort of just kneeling down, and and uh, Kyle just being sort of falling in and breaking his 
shoulder muscles or something. Anyway, <laughs> okay. Is that you what the like, kids are calling it? <laughs> yeah. um, the lats, Bill, I think, is the technical term. Bill, what's something you didn't like? I felt like the cops were really predictable. And uh, it was sort of like a countdown to when they were going to get killed. Because <laughs> um, they just had... All that moxie. I I like the I like the actors. I like mm-hmm. Paul Winfield a lot. Mm-hmm. I like Lance yeah. Hendrickson a lot. Yeah. But the way that their their roles were written, it's like these guys are dead. Like yeah, I, and, I didn't think about that, but you're right. And and because there was like, especially the line like, "Oh, we got thirty cops here. Okay, they're all gonna die." <laughs> <laughs> Anytime a number is is set out, that's just the number of pins to knock down. Exactly. Yeah, I guess and they did tip their hand a little bit. There, I, I thought they did. Um, and there, there's another one that's involved in in the cup, but I can save that for a, another point. But just I, I felt like that was there was a little bit of tension in that you know Reese was tied up, you know he had to kind of break out and get mm-hmm. out, but. To me, I thought the other things were a lot more intense than that. The one thing that I guess was nice about the cop um, for me was you see um, what uh, Arnold is seen or the Terminator is seen more. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, like Through the readouts. Yeah, yeah. I did like that. Yeah. But yeah. as far as the tension, it was not there nearly as much as the other scenes for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Until they broke out and then it got picked yeah. up again. That makes sense. Agreed. Um, more in line with uh, what Paul was saying, I thought the stop motion animation just feels more dated than a lot of the rest of this movie. Mm-hmm. I, yeah. I felt like I, almost like I was watching, you know, I never have seen Jason and the Argonauts. What's the other one with Perseus um, and Pegasus? Oh, Clash of the Titans. Clash of the Titans, yes. I felt like, I mean... Yeah, I just felt like I was watching that. Sure, I would. Well, I I know they couldn't. That's what stop motion is. I well, I know, and even today, it's not my favorite. I mean, some of the movies that come out are coming out today are really are are really beautiful, but it's still, I don't know, it's still not my thing. It take for whatever reason it takes me out of the movie more, and yeah. the way it's done back then is just dates the movie for me. Even more than the hairstyles and all that, it just it's like, oh, this is an old movie because these effects are old. Yeah. Um, all right. Uh, let's go back to Paul. So one of the things I again I said I like the sound effects, but one of the things I think I think was lacking in some not all the scenes, but especially in the beginning was the foley artist, the uh, sound effects. Oh, that's of a good point. The, um, like especially when he's running, he's trying to hide from the cops in mm-hmm. the uh, the store. Mm-hmm. He's his footsteps don't hardly make a sound mm. and a big quiet a big room they're gonna make a sound and like taking a coat hanger off in the middle of a noisy store you can still hear those loud coat hangers those plastic ones you know oh sure yeah and then uh, running up the the escalators and oh no one's gonna hear that and then he's out on one of those rusty um metal balcony things you know with the ladders mm-hmm on the outside, yeah, it's just like he hardly makes a sound on those, and it's like someone is really falling down. It just took me out of the movie. Yeah, geez, Gordon Daniel and John Post, get with yeah, it. Exactly. And no. I blame Camp James Cameron because he's uh, apparently the mix though originally was in mono, so I mm-hmm. wonder if they 
they're able to get away with less in that maybe rather than a stereo or i mean the remasters are 5.1 but yeah i was about to say i was listening 5.1 and i know a lot of times uh, some of the more subtle sound effects are a lot uh are they're toned down Mm -hmm. things like like gunshots are amplified and those are toned down yeah yeah maybe you're right yeah but i still blame james okay that's fine (laughs) blame away (laughs) uh bill what's something else you didn't like it it's almost a like how much I dislike this one. Okay, I'm intrigued. Um, the psychiatrist Silverman. Oh yeah, I, <laughs> I want that guy to get punched in the face so bad. Yeah, <laughs> you're kind of disappointed he doesn't. He isn't one of the people that died. Though it's great to yeah. see him in the next one. Isn't isn't that ironic how he like is stepping out as yeah Terminator's coming in. Mm-hmm. He does have two of my the best lines in a row. Like when he's showing that uh, video of Reese uh-huh. and like he's asking him all those questions. At first, he's like bragging about, you know, hey, look how crazy this guy is. Yeah, you know, yeah. Get a load of this. And he shows that. And then he, you know, Reese turns to the camera and says, and he's going to kill. He won't stop. And, he, and then he, he realizes all of a sudden that, you know, Sarah Connor's in the room. So he, he turns like, it oh, off and sorry. he goes, yeah. Sorry, that's so awesome. And then right after that, in technical terms, this guy's a loon. I yeah, mean, yeah. he just had two winners in a row. But <laughs> man, that guy's a what a jerk. Yes, and he, he plays it so well. That's why it was almost a like. How? Oh, okay, but, I get it. But boy, I just want to smack that dude. Someone I wanted to smack, and I'm not sure if I should blame James Cameron for this or who. But okay, come on, what kid is going to waste? Ice cream, ice cream. Yeah, dumping that. it in a waitress's blouse. Ice cream, maybe like their spaghetti or their Brussels sprouts hey, or something, but their ice Francisco, cream, I don't think so. Have you, what color was the ice cream? I don't remember. I, I want to say it was like brown and white, but I, I or, thought it was like blue or something. Or green. Or maybe, maybe it was green. something like yeah, pistachio, know. a flavor that the kid didn't like. Uh, I suppose that's true. But what, what restaurant serves pistachio ice cream it's usually like just like chocolate vanilla and maybe strawberry if you're lucky maybe this wasn't a baskin robbins they were at it was this diner of no name diner so it's your dislike is the kid not the ice cream color right the kid no kid would (laughs) no kid would do that i mean i think paul has a good point if it's a flavor that like the kid didn't like but the likelihood of a flavor that the kid doesn't like that their parents would have had to order them. It's not just like, oh, here, this ice cream is free. And no, their parents are going to order this for them. They're going to have wanted it. And then for them to, oh, let me just waste my ice cream. Who cares? That, uh, it's just unbelievable. And then the dad saying, yeah, I should give you a tip. One jerk. Did you hear it? It was sort no. of a muffled. Oh, I did yeah, you that. Guys, no. It was it was a little quieter. They they made the sound a little, but you could hear him in the background saying, "Yeah, I should give you a tip." You know, oh, okay. I think it was the guy who supposedly had the stuff spilled on him. Oh, 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 guy, guy. So, <clears throat> you know, yeah. Just reinforce he felt bad for her because of the way people were treating her. right treating her. Yeah, yeah, it set that up pretty good. Um. All right, let's go back to Bill. Now here's another pregnant pause. Getting birth to a Sarah Connor. <laughs> it's gonna come out fighting. Oh yeah, here's one. Um, 
I, 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 even though I liked for exposition's sake what Reese was saying, you know, when kind of letting her know about the future to Sarah Connor, mm-hmm. I thought they had no chemistry. It felt weird oh. when they got together later, except for the fact that he said he loved her from, you know, the future. But it just felt kind of sudden after, like, no chemistry. Yes. It just didn't seem yeah. like, here. here's this guy. Like, I think she was grateful, but it, it's they sort of made that statement be the thing that all of a sudden now she's going to, you know, get together with them. But but Bill, in the hours they had, they loved a lifetime. Thanks, well, yeah, Mom, for adding that to the recording I'm listening to. Why do I want to listen to that? A half hour before then, she was biting his arm to the point of bleeding. Oh, yeah. Right. right. It was a pretty quick turnaround. <laughs> well, you know, Stockholm Syndrome. What are you going to do? Yeah, maybe it was a little of that. But it, it just, I like him as an actor. Mm-hmm. Like, he was great in, in a in aliens mm-hmm. like and i like him in this i just didn't believe him in as a love interest really mm-hmm. but i guess you could say it's sort of stockholm syndrome being saved or whatever yeah. but it I, just it felt weird i i thought i thought it was fine that didn't i didn't think that was unbelievable but i could see that what's something else you don't like paul i'm gonna let bill have mine okay go ahead bill oh thanks Uh-oh. oh there are yeah. sirens in the background the Terminator's right here. Yeah. Coming, yeah. You're fine unless your name's Sarah Connor. <laughs> or have you seen this boy? What? That's the next movie, dude. Uh, okay, well, I haven't watched it yet. It's been a long time since I've seen T2. Oh, I'm looking forward to it. Me That's too. That's one of the things I like about this movie. It makes me excited to watch the next Absolutely, one. Absolutely, It yes. makes me want to watch more. Yes, but it's not your turn, Paul. You gave it to Bill. One thing yes. that... Was initially disappointing, a little less so um, later on. When they had, like, they spent all that time doing the nitroglycerin dynamite, right? Uh Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. And and there's that chase. Every time he throws it, nothing. Yeah. And it was a little bit more satisfying when they sort of did the Star Wars style where he puts it in the truck, and then he puts it... um, of course, on on the Terminator, but at mm-hmm. first it just sort of felt like the only thing that came out of that was he got shot. Yeah, like in the first four tries, I was like, "Well, what's the point of why?" Yeah, he kept wasting all of them. Yeah, yeah. It seems like after the third one, maybe you stop and conserve your your ammo. But that, yeah, I found that odd too. It's like, why are you just throwing smoke bombs at him? What? what I thought these were supposed to actually do damage, but. Uh. Yeah, I thought maybe he was trying that. to freeze him sort of slowly but surely or, <laughs> <laughs> or knock him off his bike, but it sure didn't. Yeah, it just felt sort of hollow. Yeah. Until that happened later, then it was a little better. But. Yeah. So I only really have one more thing um, for my Tragic Maker, and that's when he's going into when the Terminator. Uh, goes into his hotel room or whatever it is to do surgery on his arm. Where does he get all the stuff to do that? He has like forceps. I could see maybe wherever having an exact. But it's like it was there. I mean, I almost got the feeling that he just walked into this hotel room that was empty. Like he looked around. Is it empty? Okay, I'll just hang out here. And there's all this, all the tools he needs. No, I think he brought it with him. 
I don't remember him having a bag or anything, though. No, he went and got it. You're not going to show him get it. There's no point. Uh, well, I was about to say something, but then that's my tragic maker, so I'll wait. Uh, let's see. Uh, Bill or Paul, do you have... Paul, did you have any more? Before your I'll let Bill have it. Okay, Bill, any more things you didn't like? No offense to somebody else like this, but the gratuitous butt shots after like they come with electricity i could have done without that that's weird (laughs) see i'm 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 odd that male nudity doesn't bother me i'm i'm well butt shots don't bother me i've never seen that many movies with the other side i guess if it sort of made sense but it's sort of like they backed away with the camera angle it was like it felt a little gratuitous like okay we are going to show our you know like i don't know it just felt a little bit like staged, I guess. Like you get um, the idea that he's movie. naked. It's all staged. It is. It is. Yeah. <laughs> so that's funny. <laughs> it's like we get it. That, that's it. how I felt. Okay. I, I felt just like that's totally fair. They can do what they want, but it just felt for both of them too. It was yeah. sort of like first it was him, and then okay, like we don't understand that he's naked when we see him in the ball. <laughs> all right. So, I got that. That I mean, I, I totally, maybe I totally that's not that. tragic maker because my tragic maker would I would have probably been the whole cops being predictable, but that was another negative thing for me. Wait, so was that your tragic maker? My, just I'm sorry, I didn't know uh, there was a the tragic maker was the very first dislike I had was the cop the oh. whole cops being predictable thing. That was oh. the biggest letdown for me in the oh, movie. Okay, got it, got it, got it. So sorry, I didn't save that. I didn't know there was one. Of them. That's, that's all right. That's Came good... out blasting like a yeah. Terminator. Boom. That's fine. Um, Boom. my with the truck into the front desk. Boom. Boom. My tragic maker is pretty weak, so it would not hold up against a Terminator. But it's pretty much just that I felt like some scenes went on too long. I, and no, I agree with you. That's partly my tragic. Maker okay. As well. Yeah, like especially uh, the one that sticks out in my mind is the. Um, when he sticks the dynamite in the truck, in the big semi, and it's going, it's sort of going from Kyle getting in the dumpster to the dynamite uh, fuse going down to Sarah running to the Terminator driving to the fuse going down to Sarah running yeah, to the Terminator driving. That, like, that was the longest fuse of all of them. Uh, yeah. Yes, exactly. I, it's, I felt like they could have, if they took out one of the the sequence of hitting each actor... From that overall sequence, I think that would have been perfect. But I felt like that went on too long. Other other times when when Arnold's maybe just looking around, I feel like it, it goes on a bit long. I, I, I don't know. I felt like the movie overall was a bit too long. And I, I there's a reason, which I'll get to later, why I hate that so much, that the movie's a bit too long. Um, I know. Was you're like, what? This is your track maker. What else can you talk about? You'll see. Good listener. Um, the search for more eggs. <laughs> Paul was your tragic add, maker. I was about to say, were you going to add something to that, Bill? Oh. It yeah. looked like you were about to say something. I didn't notice. Go go for it, Bill. Yeah, I, I'd say it, the tragic maker was definitely that story about Ed. Oh, my God. <laughs> So I agree with you. 
Well, I agree with you. I thought it overall was a bit. Oh, good. Date. You can stay on the show. It was a bit. <laughs> overall, it seemed a bit dated. Um, part of it, a big oh, okay. part of it, did seem that it was too long. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the whole dream sequence, or whatever it was supposed to be, about him in the future, um, oh. as he was. I thought it could have been totally cut out. Um, it didn't you, really add much to the story. Yeah, do you think... That, that's actually a good point. Now that I think about it, I'm like, it's kind of cool seeing that there are other Terminators that don't all look like Arnold. And right, that and, dogs, and how they infiltrate the base. And, yeah. and he even says the line, well, dogs sniff them out. Yeah. At, at, you know, but overall, it just... I, I don't... It didn't move the story forward. For that's me. a good point. There's a lot of... There's a lot of things like that that was like, oh, that's kind of cool, but it doesn't move the story. Yeah, right. And you know what? Yeah, I like seeing that. I like seeing how they sort of lived and got on as right. um, sort of exiles. But yeah, you're exactly right. It didn't really move move the story. So I, I'm so I yeah. With you. The, I thought it was a bit long, and that coupled with the, the special effects that don't really live up to today's standards, I mm-hmm. think really date the movie. Good point. All right. One thing to me that saved that scene a little bit, even though it didn't move anything forward, the kids watching the TV with that was cool. Fire inside. Yeah, you see the kids looking at a TV with the glow, and you turn around and you see that it's actually the glow of fire. Cool. I thought that was sad way. Yes. But I thought that was really well done. Yes. Yes. And so plays with your expectations. Definitely. Yeah. But as far as scenes being too long. Um, I, I I did feel like there were a um, a couple that were too long too. I I, I wouldn't necessarily say that's a tragic maker a movie overall because I like the pacing overall. But mm-hmm. there were I mean that that's a tough thing when you have exposition mm-hmm. sometimes. Yeah. And I did feel like it was done pretty well, mm-hmm. but that was still the part of the movie that dragged for me a bit. Yeah, it just yeah. yeah. They had the 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 text at the beginning yeah. of the movie, mm-hmm. and then they had the dreams. They had her uh, him telling about it before she goes to sleep. They had him telling about it on the video. I I agree with you. There's a lot of exposition, and I I'm wondering if they could have gotten the same feeling with just a little bit less. And I don't really understand why does she dream about it? How does that happen? Well, that's because it's supernatural. Okay. Magic. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Well, I or, think the, or is that not a dream? Maybe I thought maybe that was a flashback she, for him. I thought that's what it was, but then she wakes up and she says she had this dream where she's about dogs. Yeah, yeah. And so So yeah. But maybe it was just coincidental. Maybe. Reminds me a little bit of this movie called Willow. Um, okay, so <laughs> I think we've entered all our trajectories <laughs> into the targeting computer. Alice, do you have a firing solution for us? Firing solution complete. Rating salvo at the ready. On your mark. Do we rate The Terminator a classic? We'd recommend anyone go out and watch this, whether you've seen it before or not. Uh, nostalgic, we'd only recommend taking the time to rewatch this if you have seen it before. Or a tragic, we'd recommend you just not watch this, whether or not you've seen it before. Uh, let's begin, like as we like to, with our guest host, Bill. How do you rate 
The Terminator. A classic. Well, that was easy. And I will put a little disclaimer on that, though. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, like, my son just turned 13, and it, we're sort of at a, a stage where we take movies case by case, mm-hmm. especially, like, if it's R-rated. Yeah. And, like, a lot of times it'll depend on what. And I'm going to wait a little bit on this one mm-hmm. for uh, a couple of the scenes. You don't want him to see Arnie's butt. It's just too much. That, too much. That butt. he could probably be fine. But some, <laughs> some of the other, there's a fair amount of stuff with the, the roommate at the beginning mm-hmm. that, you know, it doesn't bother me so much now, but I, I think, I, I think it, this is a, you know, there's a reason why this is R, even though it's sort of like a 1984 R mm-hmm. it's, so even though it's a classic, I love it. I love all the, you know, action stuff. You know, I'll put out disclaimer. I don't think it's necessarily a kid's movie. Well, well I would, definitely not. I would stick around for my YouTube then because you might, that might help. Um, this, this movie is definitely not fram- family friendly for all ages. No, it is not. That's true. It's but kind of a... It's stick like, around for my YouTube. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Do we have to? <laughs> I suppose not. I guess you could stop listening right now, Paul. Uh, but could, could I add one quick thing? That another was? thing? Yes. That's Sorry. Right. Yes. Just do it. Um, this was sort of the movie I remember back in 1984, where it was sort of the a big teenage guy. You know, to I mean, as far as seeing the movie, like teenage boys were huge into this movie. Okay, cool. Yeah. Like it was sort of a coming. Like I like I was born in 1970. So I was 14 when this came out, and this was sort of a rite of passage movie, I think, for a lot of a lot of kids. Um, yeah, that explains why the the opening weekend for T2 was so high. Oh yeah, because of all that expectation. Yeah. Well, cool. Um, that's awesome. So, so you went as a teenager to go see it? Actually, I didn't. I saw it later, although I did see T2 in the theater. But but a lot of my friends saw it right away. Like, oh, it was okay. a big thing to do on overnights and stuff was oh, to cool. see the Terminator, you nice. know. So. Very cool. Uh, all right. Um, Paul, how do you rate the Terminator? This one's hard for me because... Hmm. I want to rate it a classic, but I think I have to throw in a disclaimer as well. Okay. Because it feels so dated, I think there's a lot of, uh, especially the younger generation, Mm -hmm. I don't know if they would appreciate it as much as some of the older generation. Let's put it that way. Yeah. And so um, because of that, but there's so much of the pop cultural stuff stuff out there that relies on this movie that mm-hmm. comes that's generated from this movie and so we're just gonna have to rate it a classic because all of right that. all right another classic oh you know what else was so 80s what going back to that dream sequence whatever that was mm-hmm. where kyle reese uh interacts with a little kid the little kid points a fake gun at him pretends to fire uh-huh. and yeah. he points a live gun <laughs> right back at him that is so 80s. I love it. I didn't even think about that, but you're absolutely right. I mean, that was not a problem back then. No one thought twice. Nowadays, people are like, oh, this child endangerment. How <laughs> could they show such a thing? <laughs> Excellent point, Paul. Um, and for me, I'm going to rate uh, the Terminator 
a classic as well. Um, I, I'm sure of, I feel what Paul's saying. I think that makes a lot of sense. Um, I, I too, like Bill was saying, I want to show this to my children until they're in their teen years at the thirties at the latest. <laughs> I mean, at the earliest, uh, or their thirties. Sure. Um, but I do, I think people that like movies, I mean, this will be, and aren't people that just like go to the movies just cause it's what you do. But if you actually like movies and have a modicum of appreciation for them, I think this is a, this is definitely a movie to see. It's, has a lot of interesting concepts about like, you know, I think it has a lot of good starters for discussion. Like, uh, what would happen? Like, if you go back and kill someone, how does that affect the timeline overall? Do, and, you know, does it, do you think that it creates a new timeline? And um, what Time would you theory. do if this robot was always coming after you? How would you get away? I think it's I, I think it's compelling in that way. And talking about, and I also think the movie is really, I mean, after watching it, I don't usually do this. I wanted to seek out a documentary to learn more about it. And I wanted to go back and see it again, which is why I hate that it's so long. Because <laughs> I, <laughs> I don't want to invest all that time again right away. If it was like a half hour shorter, I think I, I would be watching it again this week. But no, it's, it's just a bit too long. Um, well, if if instead of listening to this podcast, you could have watched it again. <laughs> I suppose that's true. Um, but uh, hopefully, you are, our awesome listeners don't feel the same way. Uh, but with that, <laughs> a, thank you, awesome listeners. Yes, thank you indeed. Uh, with that, the Retro Rewind podcast rates The Terminator a unanimous classic movie. So when you get to T2 next time, it has a lot to live up to. Um, but. That's our rating. Alice, now that we've finished that, will you please engage NewTube for us? NewTube systems engaged. All right, what's new on our tubes, whether it's a new you know, movie, TV show, book, or uh, maybe, I don't know, a diagram for making a time displacement thing. Uh, what's new on our tubes? Let's start with Bill. That was a close second. <laughs> to the Ed thing? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but um, uh, there's a movie, a couple movies I saw this last week, and both were from 2015, and 99 Homes and Whiplash. Um, but I'll know. talk about Whiplash because... Yeah. Um, I've heard... that. Did that win... That won something. Did that uh, win the Academy Award? He, the, it did well. The guy. J.K. Simmons. Yeah, he won. Okay. For that. Okay. Okay. Continue, please, Bill. Um, but the uh, the music is fantastic. Mm-hmm. Um, they filmed it all in a couple of weeks. Oh, cool. And um, for so and the main actor. Um, not J.K. Simmons, but the other one, he had been a rock drummer before. Oh, nice. And so a lot of his drumming comes off very believable. Oh, sweet. And it's so intense. Like, you've probably seen the previews where he slaps him in the face. I've actually know, to seen get on nothing time. Okay. Blash. Anyway, then posters. I won't do spoilers off the trailers either. Because um, uh, that was kind of one of their main trailers that they showed, and Saturday Night Live made fun of it, too, oh, and okay. stuff. But... Um, but just 
just you know seeing the drive of someone regardless of you know whether somebody's pushing them or not and good and bad of being pushed mm -hmm. like i played piano and keyboard and i definitely did not have an instructor uh, like jk simmons although i had a pretty tough instructor but just you know really questioning how much that can help someone who is good be unbelievable mm -hmm. or or whether it <clears throat> actually gets in the way okay so it's I, I think it's a really well done movie. Very cool. Awesome. Have you seen Whiplash, Paul? No, it's on my to see list. Nice. Yeah, mine as well. All right, Paul, what's new on YouTube? Uh, something that's been on my to see list as well. It was a movie that was, came out last year called Little Boy. My oh. wife and I saw it on. It's out on uh, video, home video, right? I don't now. think. <laughs> sure. I don't think I've heard of Little Boy. Yeah, it came out last year, so it was a lesser-known movie, but uh, we really liked it. This isn't the one where they film him, like, every few years. No, that's Boyhood. Boy, okay. That was a great movie. This is about um, a little boy whose father goes away um, to World War II. Okay. And he tries to, uh, and his dealings with that. Oh, okay. Hmm. Is, is it an American movie or is it? Yeah. Okay. It's an American movie. And the little boy. Um, so like from Brazil or Argentina or no, Canada? It's from the U.S. Oh, United States. Well, you said American. Sorry. That's like United anyway, States of America. Know. You're right. Excuse Good call. me. <laughs> Good call. Born and, uh, in the U.S.A. Was it so U.S.A.? Yes. yes. We got that. I was, I was giving Paul yes. a hard time. Which is another thing I like to comment on, but people usually don't have the time for me when they say, oh, it's from America. Oh, north or south? <laughs> north. Oh, is that Canadian? <laughs> I'll be more specific next time. I apologize. Anyway. So, so. Um, yeah, I would recommend it. It's a delightful film. Okay, cool. It's just called Little Boy or The Little, little Boy? Boy. Just Little Boy. Just Boy. Little Boy. All right, cool. That's pretty cool. So you have anything cool to share, Francisco? Aw, yeah, he's softened up. That's so nice. Um, so I actually experienced the Terminator via the oh, service. Sorry. Oh my gosh, VidAngel. Have either of you heard of VidAngel? You may have seen so. Facebook ads for him, maybe or advertisement. Essentially, don't know. It's pretty cool. What you can do is you go uh, to the VidAngel site. And you rent a movie, and you can add any filters that you want to the movie. So for me, um, I don't like to see a nudity, well, female nudity and sex. So I took out the two sex scenes where there was, well, there's two sex scenes, I think. And I took them both out. Um, because I pretty much knew what happened, and it does. A, and then also, Christy, my wife, was watching with me, and she's more sensitive to f words. So we took out like half of them, I think, um, because I wanted to have. I didn't want to just totally censor this whole movie, and so that my review was completely skewed. But I remembered enough of those scenes that I knew they didn't weren't going to help me, and I would know what's going on. So now I wasn't for the lose F much. word, do they bleep it out or they skip the whole? They just take the sound out, so you don't hear anything. You see the mouth move. You see the mouth it, but you don't hear a beep or anything. It's just no. blank sound. The log line on this says, "Watch movies however the bleep you want." So can you have them bleep out like the word 
Reese. And so every oh, it doesn't beep; it just silence it. That would be funny. I haven't leaked out every like word of Reese. Like, get Kyle bleep in here now. <laughs> be like what Jimmy Kimmel does is the unintentional yeah. uh, censorship. I haven't. Yeah, I haven't gotten that deep into it. I'm just saying, um, though. And for the Terminator, the first sex scene, I did not know that they had even cut it. I'm like, that's weird. I wonder. if. Oh, oh, I guess. Oh, I guess, Oh, I guess it's done. Okay, cool. I, I had no idea because I knew there was something like that, and I knew they were cutting something out, but I didn't quite know when it was going to happen. So it was very seamless. The hmm. second one, though, because of the way the music was scored, you could tell they cut it out. So there is. It's not perfect in that way that they're able to somehow continue the music throughout. But if you're like, if you want to, for some reason enjoy like all the violence with your you know three-year-old but none of the sectors are f off you could do it with video angel i don't endorse doing that don't don't please don't want show this to your three-year-old um however if you're if you personally like me are sensitive to certain things you can filter that out now be forewarned video angel they say only rent it for a dollar you have to buy the movie up front for 20 bucks and then you resell it back to them for 19 So it ends up only costing you $1. But I think that 19 sort of stays in your account with them until you cash out. And I haven't tried doing that because we've done a couple movies. So you perpetually then only pay for $1, pay movies for $1. But I was surprised they had this. I, I was thinking, oh, maybe it's only going to have new movies. But they had this. And, um, yeah, so if... If that type of service sounds good to you, uh, go to vidangel, vidangel.com. And you send the movie in a mailer? No, no, no. They, no, no, it's not. No, you just watch it's it on stream. your computer. You uh, it's, it's digital. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, you don't get an actual well, copy or okay. anything. Yeah. And then you just set the filters you want. It could be violence. It could be um, uh, profanity. It could be sex, you know, whatever you, whatever you want. Like, I was surprised they had it as... As precise as sex with nudity, sex without nudity. I'm like, wow, okay, that's pretty specific. But yeah, you can filter it as my minutially, as granularly. granularly, thank you, as you want or as broadly as you want. Can you edit out dream sequences? <laughs> then you would know if that was a dream sequence or not. I don't know that, Paul. <laughs> can you edit out bad acting? <sighs> No, but some bad is so bad that I, it's good. Can I <laughs> that, edit definitely. out guest host and co-host? Oh, I can. <laughs> but then I want to have a podcast. Anyway, so we uh, what's new on our tube was Whiplash, Little Boy, and the service VidAngel. So check those out if they sound cool to you. Uh, now, else, please bring up the commsats for us. Comsats online. Receiving incoming transmission. Alrighty, first, a long time coming. We have a new iTunes review. Huzzah, ladies and gentlemen. Huzzah. Um, we would love it. Um, if we have all 12 disciples covered now. <laughs> As you may recall, if you're a long time listener, we, me and Paul talked about that in a previous episode. How we only had 11 reviews for a while, but now we have 12. I don't recall that, but go for it. Okay. <laughs> gonna, I believe you. You yeah, guys okay. can draw lots for the 13th. 
What? Are you going to draw yeah. lots for the 13th one? Oh, my gosh, guys. Um, there, no review has betrayed us yet, so we don't have to worry about that. Okay. I uh, think a 13th one is going to come along and, and claim its rightful place. <laughs> fine. After we draw lots. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't quite knowing what you did there, but now I get what you did there. Um, <laughs> anyway... Uh, so we, this one comes from uh, a Latina lawyer who's given us lots of feedback of late. So thank you so much, Diego. Uh, so his review title is, It's been too long since you had a review. Five stars. Uh, I, thoroughly, nice. I thoroughly love this podcast. Francisco and Paul have such entertaining, such a entertaining rapport with each other. I always listen to this podcast within the first 24 to 48 hours after it has been released. For, for us, and the entertainment factor is always there. I like the setup. Tackle a retro movie or game by addressing your likes, dislikes, classic maker, and tragic maker, which fits in with the scoring system, and see how it tabulates overall. What's most important for me is that it's engaging and entertaining without needing to be crass. Also, you get to have a say in what shows... And what shows up as a topic of discussion because they have a poll for future movies. Keep it up, guys. So thank you so much, Diego. It's so awesome to get that review. I, when I every so often I check. It's been a lot less lately, but um it's so cool to see that come up. So thank you so much. Uh oh, that, that's a great review. It is, it's very awesome. Uh then from Facebook we have some uh feedback uh related to our What About Bob episode. Uh Ryan Jackson said Baby steps to epicness. I could not disagree with you more. <laughs> Unless you're talking about the podcast, then yes, I completely agree with you. But I have a feeling you're talking about the movie. So, boo. <laughs> uh, then my boos continue because Jeremy Duncan says, This better come back as a classic, or I'm going to need some death therapy. <laughs> Are we talking right. about what about Bob or Terminator? What about Bob? Oh. Um, yeah, so I think Jeremy, you're uh, you're probably happy with the overall rating, but maybe not my rating. Uh, but thank you for uh, leaving us those, uh, Diego, Ryan, and Jeremy. If you want to leave us feedback, uh, you can leave us an iTunes review, or you can go to this episode, retrorewindpodcast.com/slash89, and leave us in, leave it in the comment section. Uh, or you could also go to our Facebook group or our Twitter. And Paul's going to cover those in a little bit. Um, in fact, he's going to cover them now. Really? I'm sorry, I'm going to do what? Well, before we go to Nav Point Omega, why don't you tell yeah. us what we're going to be doing next time? No, I'm going to let you tell about casting your vote. And if, and if Maybe I don't want to do that. Maybe people are done with hearing about that. But no, probably not since... You should always vote. All because right. people, if you haven't voted in a while, I need to go back and vote. Because there's always voted, new stuff. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Right. Yeah. Maybe people are listening to this for the first time. Paul, yeah. you are a co-host of the people. You really are trying to keep keep us on the straight and narrow. I appreciate that. All right. Fine. Rock, rock the vote. Your usual announcement. Go to retrorewindpodcast.com slash cast your vote. And there you can decide what the next five movies we're going to cover will be. Currently, we're at number four of a six movie round. So after Terminator 2 and The Rock, 
we will be doing our next five movies, and we may throw in a game in between those sets of five. But um, here is, if you were to vote today, though, or if we were to close voting today, your top five movies would be The Truman Show, Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Oh, this is different than I saw last. A Jaws, Adventures in Babysitting has popped up to the top five, and The Breakfast Club. Wow. wow, both like brat packs that we have left are in the top five here. Cool. Oh, Predator dropped down. I'm a little sad about that. What did? The Predator. Predator? Yeah, oh, or okay. just Predator, yeah. Um, and In the Army Now is still holding fast at number 10. <laughs> wow. Is that that Polly Shore one? Yes. Yes. We're trying to complete our Polly Shore uh, movies apparently on this podcast. Do, do you mean you reviewed Biodome? We have no. not done Biodome. Oh. Uh, we won't do it by them. I never saw it. I don't think Paul ever saw it. I don't think anybody no. saw it. Um, <laughs> but uh, I don't think Paulie Shore uh, saw it. Apparently, though, I, I want to say no one loves the Negotiator. It has eight upvotes and fifty nine downvotes. Wow, I love that movie. I remember liking it too. I don't know why it has so much hate, but hey, I haven't know, seen it. In was years, that the but... Denzel Washington one? No, um, Samuel L. Jackson and Kevin Spade. Oh, okay. Uh, but I mean, that's fine. They see you mean you listeners. Yes. You don't want us yes. to cover it. We will not cover it. You just keep volume down. That's fine. Don't worry. Francisco got a little spacey there. <laughs> but um, uh, so if you want to have a vote in what we cover, vote as many times as you want. I mean, you get one vote per movie, but you can vote um, for as many movies as you want. All right, now, Paul. What if I came in as like a different user? Could I just keep voting for Don't Breakfast Don't tell people how to game the system, Bill. Uh, Paul, <laughs> before we get to Nap Point Omega, what Sorry are we doing that. next? All right, next time we'll be going back to the year 1991 for Terminator 2 Judgment Day. But until then, Austin you can La find Vista, us baby. on AustinLaVista.com. <laughs> Maybe if it takes you to the retrojunkies.com or even retrorewindpodcast.com. And don't forget you can listen us to any of your podcasting favorite supporting devices or programs, whatever, iTunes, Stitcher, whatever you like to listen to. Uh, not iTunes, but podcasts on. You yeah, can probably we, find us there. We are in Google, though apparently you can't get to us from the Google Play Music app, but we are in there. Hopefully we'll show up eventually. I don't know what's going on with that. but Yeah, you can even support us on Patreon and PayPal, and you can follow us on Twitter, Pinterest, Instagram, Facebook, the interwebs, wherever we may be. <laughs> but if you want to find me specifically, you can go to pauljpowers.com where I have all my social media links. Awesome. Thank you, Paul. Thank you for being an awesome co-host. I know I say you're always awesome, but you are indeed always awesome. Uh, Awesome dog barking sounds. Yeah, you know, (laughs) you got to keep that up. You got to keep those Terminators away. (laughs) Oh, oh no. Do you have a Terminator coming in there? Is that why Bentley was barking? No, the dogs scare him. At least my dog does. Oh, okay. Yeah, you're ferocious. Little ch- not a chihuahua, Pomeranian. Pa- Pomeranian. I was gonna say pomegranate, but that's not right. Pomegranate, yes. <laughs> but thank you, Paul. I appreciate you and your friendship and you being an awesome co host. What happens when a Terminator steps on my dog? Pomegranate, uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, maybe. Pomegranate. Well, I'm not even gonna try. Uh, I also want to thank our guest. 
Uh, Bill, thank you so much for coming back to the show once again. Hope you enjoyed yourself. I did. Thank you. Awesome. And can you tell people how they can get in touch with you? And is there anything you'd like to promote? Uh, Tuner1000, B as in boy, L as in Larry, at gmail.com. Nothing to promote at this time. All right. Coolio. That's cool. You do it. Did you say B as in boy, L as in Larry? Yeah. You transverse Larry boy there. I like it. I didn't even think about that. That's true. You're Larry welcome. Oh, stop it. <laughs> okay, okay. You can find me, Francisco, on Twitter at FXRUIZX, though I am honestly doing the person behind Retro Rewind Cast much more than my personal Twitter, but I, uh, if you'd like to get in contact with me there, I still check it. Uh, and I want to promote the. And I want to promote my services as a web and graphic designer. Check check out my portfolio at fxrdesign.com. Most of all, thank you so much for listening, for subscribing, for supporting and sharing this podcast with your friends. It makes a big difference. Uh, it really Ow. does. Because we, when you interact with us, we know how much you like the podcast. When you tell your friends, they get to experience these old movies and video games that they may have forgotten about or they may just love and want to hear more about. Uh, So we really appreciate all of you who listen to this, the Retro Rewind podcast. But like a Pokemon, we got to catch you all later on the next episode of the aforementioned Retro Rewind podcast. Is that our new name? The aforementioned Retro Rewind podcast? Rewind mission complete. (laughs) Proceed to Nat Point Omega. I thought you were going to sing the Pokemon song good at the back. That's a mouthful. What do your friends call you? I don't have... I'll be back. Of course we'll be back. Terminator 2's coming. Oh, yeah. That was in his likes that you made him skip. <laughs> then you right. told about that so, story about Ed. Got plenty, <laughs> got plenty of battery. <laughs> See, that's, that's your lesson. Bill, you. back to the podcast. All right.